0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And hello to everyone in the Bring Your Soul to Work listening audience. Today is a very interesting day um, on, on many accounts. If you're listening live, it is May of 2020, May 7th, and this is Nurses Week, I am a nurse. My mother is a nurse. And uh, so many of my good friends and clients and uh, people I I know and and love in the world are nurses. So uh, congratulations, nurses, and happy Nurses Day and Nurses Week. I think actually Nurses Day was earlier in the week. And apparently it's also Teachers Appreciation Week, um, I believe. So shout out there as well. And of course, we're coming up on Mother's Day on Sunday. And if you're Anything like me <laughs> in this uh, day and age uh, of what we are going through as part of the human experience is uh, my mother is not available to be seen or hugged, so uh, her place where she lives is doing a lot of uh, cool things to allow families to to wave and drive by etc so happy Mother's day a few days early to all of the mothers all of the people who have birthed and brought. Other human beings into this world, into this planet, so we could experience this lovely experience together, this human expansion, this human soulfulness, this joy and abundance. Today I'm talking about Are You Being Ignored? And you know, it's really funny um, putting yourself out there in the public world and uh, wanting to inspire people and, and share. Uh, My journey, which is a big part of my work as a career coach, I'm sharing my journey. I'm sharing my insights. I am out there helping other human beings who are going through things I've gone through or who are struggling with their careers and their lives in ways that I have to bring them forward and help them appreciate and understand tools and techniques to move past and through some of the pain and agony of being a human uh, on this planet in my 12-week workshop that's the called the kick-ass career workshop we have a variety of different professional women and industries and experiences and educational levels and income levels and, and a variety all have a few common problems and in the last 24 hours I have come across two sides of this spectrum I wanna talk about today. And that is about, are you being ignored? Otherwise, it could be, are you not being heard? Otherwise, it could be, are you being marginalized or isolated? Are you being ignored is a common experience among human beings. And knowing what I know about consciousness and our subconscious programming and all of the things I talk about here week to week, are you being ignored has a lot to do with our early experiences as a human being. And you as an individual human living your life may not want to admit this. And if you don't agree with this, that's okay too. Your inner being that soul of yours is housed in a place where your thought and feeling energy has constructed a home your subconsciousness has constructed this home where your soul hangs out and if that subconscious programming is all about being ignored being disappointed people taking advantage of you then your soul is hanging out in that energy and it's not going to feel very good. It's a common problem for the women we talk to on our clarity calls to feel that they're being ignored. It's also a common problem for the women we talk to on our clarity calls for them to tell us that they've been marginalized or pushed out, out of the main area of focus, power, control, etc., And over the years of doing this work, I know what's going on, I understand it, and I know how to help fix it. So many of us living on this planet believe that our condition and what's going on is a permanent situation that is other people's fault. And that's super easy, super easy to get to because our defense mechanisms and the way that our brain is wired to protect us It protects us from being killed. It protects us from feeling bad. It protects us from pain. All of these mechanisms of how our brain is is configured and wired in human psychology has all come through generations of human beings surviving. So by the time it gets to us, we've got all this generational programming, defense mechanisms, techniques for protecting us from the world. And the whole idea of being ignored. The whole idea of being ignored comes from very, very rudimentary ways that we were raised. I'm going to give you two examples. I'm not going to use any names because I'm going to protect the innocent here. But these are two really beautiful, wonderful examples of the human experience. And we come across these types of experiences on our clarity calls. And we have bonafide, deep intimate conversations with women who are struggling in their careers and lives. And we help them sort it out. We help them see the truth. And you know what? The truth is not always easy to see. And I want to serve the planet and I want to help as many human beings as possible see the truth of what's really going on so that they can heal and sort it out and fix it. And about 10% of the people we talk to, the fit of what they're issues are and what we do and their readiness to do something about it matches up. And we invite them into our workshop. We have a 12 week beautiful workshop, kick-ass career workshop. Um, it's a wonderful 12 week journey. We take women through their soul, their career strategy, uh, getting their resume and LinkedIn and interview stuff all set up and all aligned with who they are at a deep level. It's wonderful. It's excellent. It's a beautiful sacred space. It's a professional, it's, it's a fantastic experience for the women who are ready to do that level of work. And I'm proud to be the founder and creator of all of that and to have a wonderful team uh, surrounding me and with me to help us craft that beautiful experience and transformation for the women who come to do the work. Transformation is a commitment. And when we have clarity calls with our prospective clients, we have to also assess the level of commitment. And our first thing is, hey, can we fix your problem? Is what you've got going on the thing that we fix? And number two, it's are you ready? Are you ready to fix it? Now the defense mechanisms and the ways that individuals have repelled danger and pain in their lives sometimes make it, makes it impossible for them to be ready to change. They've been hurt before, they've had other people take advantage of them, they've been promised things that haven't come through, and dozens and dozens of reasons why we have defense mechanisms to keep people away. But when there's someone we talk to who is super ready, they've got exactly the problem that we fix, and their commitment is there, it's a beautiful thing. Why do I talk to 10 people and only have one that comes into my workshop? because I wanna help as many people as possible. I am a nurse. I went into nursing as a high school senior because I loved science, I loved the body, I loved understanding how things worked and when they didn't, how interesting and weird and crazy that was and how medical science could fix things and alter things. I was mesmerized by the journey of the physical body and how oftentimes the trillions of cells in our bodies work pretty well together. For the most part, most human beings walking around this planet, things are going pretty well in their body. And I was really, really intrigued because my mom had lots of nursing books at home when I was a little girl. And I loved paging through and learning and seeing pictures and reading about diseases and bizarre conditions and very strange and awful slash intriguing things. So that eventually brought me into nursing. And as a cardiac nurse, I used to help cardiac patients recover from their heart attacks, heart conditions. Uh, Many, many patients we saw were heart transplant candidates. Uh, This was the early days in transplants for hearts and lungs. And a lot of people didn't make it. And when there was someone who did make it and the right heart came in and they had their surgery and it was a life experience for everyone taking care of that patient, their family. And it was just unbelievable to save someone's life in that way. What I have come to find out is that the defense mechanisms that we human beings create and craft over our lifetime cause us big problems. They're meant to protect us, but they cause us big problems, big problems. I was talking to a woman yesterday who is totally capable of doing bigger work than she is, of being more of a contribution, of of really playing at a much higher level, and yet she isn't. And she said to me, "I feel like I'm a bench warmer." My heart broke because you know what? I know what that feels like. And we see this all the time. Women who have been pushed aside because Maybe they were taught to be meek, or maybe they were not loved, loved loved in a powerful way that brought them forward. It's not usually just introvertedness. It's usually something deeper. They just haven't been seen as their brilliant self, maybe ever. And so what happens is they become almost invisible because they're traveling the world believing that they are. And what happens in one's career and life is that they do sort of become invisible. I felt that way. I've been at stores and haven't gotten waited on or been at restaurants and haven't gotten attention when it felt like it it should have come already. And that's very frustrating. It's downright disrespectful feeling, but I know that no one means it personally. So I really want to help this woman. We could probably double her income to help her, which would change her life a lot. We could help her be seen and feel lovely and awesome. And that would help how she feels with her kids who are young adults. It would help solidify her future. And finally, she would feel like she was flying free and open and being the total beautiful woman that she is and being the contributor in an organization that she wants to be. She wants to help people. She wants to be valuable. She wants to make organizations better. Everyone we talk to wants that. And I could tell in talking with her, that she really can do it, and she really does have skills. And I asked her, as I often do, are you good at what you do? And she said, yes, I am. I'm very good. I just don't feel like I've been given a chance. So who she is inside of her, where her soul is sitting, doesn't have enough energy and power. So she's being ignored. She's being pushed aside, and she's losing her job in two months. And I know we can help her. I am certain of it and I'm confident of it. And I know what's on the other side of her getting the help because we've done it for over 700 women over the years and counting. And we do typically have pretty full schedules for our clarity calls. They are complimentary. They are uh, booked on, on several of my team members' calendars. And sometimes they're a little overbooked or sometimes a call goes over. You know, when you're talking to someone about their in intimate life and career, you sometimes spend a little bit more time than you had planned. And so, this particular woman who was scheduled for this morning uh, received a call from me personally six minutes late. She didn't pick up her phone. I text her, Hey, you ready for your clarity call? She didn't respond to the text. Called her again several minutes later. And then I get forwarded from my team an, a, a scathing email from her, deriding me and saying nasty things. And of course, I'm still eager to connect with her and help her out and help her feel better. I didn't do anything wrong. She's angry at someone, she's angry at the world. And I happen to be her subject of anger. And after an email response from me and another text, I try to call her again to get things right and to get things on the right track because I don't like that type of human interaction. It doesn't feel good for me and it's not who I am or where, what I'm about. But you know what? The six-minute late thing bothered her so deeply. Why did it bother her? Because she's been disrespected by other people. She's been disappointed. She's been promised things that people haven't come through She couldn't possibly be angry at me for six minutes. Not that level. I could see her being like, oh, you don't think my time's valuable? Of course I do. But I can't always be pinpoint on time on everything. And if that's worthy of being castigated and disrespected and basically called names and that sort of thing, I feel bad for the person who has to feel that way and lash out on someone who's basically in the helping profession but you see her defense mechanisms and what's happened to her in the world and the subconscious programming and all of the hurt that she's had in her life is where her soul is sitting. So she's incapable at this point of being a little forgiving of a 6 minute late time. She's incapable of understanding and appreciation and appreciating that she is worthy and that we had plenty of time to do the call. And that we are very focused and commit to each and every one on our calendar. And sometimes things aren't exactly to the time. I overcommit. I'm a bit generous. I give people time. I don't always have time for everything I want to do or everyone who wants time with me. And so when I see someone's defense mechanisms and their anger and vitriol coming to the surface like that, I think, wow, the person is so hurt and she's really been disappointed by so many people and it's turned into this big, massive defense mechanism where she has to lash out. That's how we human beings are built. And on the two spectrums of being ignored... There's the spectrum of being ignored because you're feeling invisible and unworthy. And there's the spectrum of being ignored because you have so much negative, angry energy that no one wants to be around you. And even if you aren't telling people you're angry, and even if you're not telling people you feel invisible, they're going to be acting and reacting in 100% congruence with the feelings that you have towards yourself and the expectations and feelings you have for the world. It's the way it works. It's the universal law. It is a law. It does not get violated. It works 24-7 whether you like it or not, whether you understand it or not. When you're getting ignored, it's your energy that's showing up. Your energy. Because the way our divine creator put this universe together, there's a hundred percent accuracy in your feeling, thought, energy manifesting itself into the outer world. One hundred percent accuracy. So if you want to blame someone else for what's going on in your life, you can do that, and human beings do it all day long. If you want to blame a coworker, a boss, a peer, a parent, a friend, for hurting you and causing you damage, go right ahead. If you want to blame someone for ignoring you or blame someone for making you angry, or blame someone for anything going on in your life, go right ahead. It's perfectly common and normal in this human experience for us to do that. And I've done it plenty of times myself, plenty of times myself. It's within 100% of our right to blame others and to be a victim. And to allow our defense mechanisms and our pain response to protect the heck out of us so that we don't get hurt again. See, I'm getting ignored again. See, I'm a bench warmer. They don't ever really pay attention. I'm always going to make this low amount of money because people don't see my worth. Or I'm never going to have that job that I want. People just don't understand and they don't respect me. And I told them how I felt about it. Yeah, I told them. They're not going to take advantage of me. They're not going to underpay me like that. I quit. I'm going to show them. No, you're really showing yourself. Because at the end of the day, it's not about them. It's about you. It's about you and your journey. It's about you and what you have to learn and to step into. It's about you and what you have to heal. It's about you and your soul's contract. It's about you and what you have to fix inside to be the better version of you. You see, all of us are walking around fractured and hurt. All of us. Every single human being on this planet is walking around fractured and hurt. Some more than others. Some have worked their entire lives on clearing their energy and becoming one with their divine grace and inspiration. Some spend so much time connecting with that beautiful, lovely, soulful self of theirs and have risen above their hurts and pains and have healed them and are now operating on a different plane of existence and not blaming the world. They're taking responsibility. They're having powerful conversations. They're showing up differently. They're having a beautiful life experience, not being ignored, not being hurt, not being disrespected, because when things come their way, they're mindful. Oh, this again, I know how to handle this. I know how to move into this. I know how to make sure this doesn't repeat itself as the old pattern that I know I got rid of and healed long ago. You have a choice in your life to live intentionally and to live the life of a healing, beautiful soul that's coming back to life and coming back to its divinity or to live a life of being ignored and pushed around and shoved and being a victim. They're not compatible with each other. You can't be a lovely, emerging, enlightened soul and be a victim. They're on two opposite sides of the spectrum. They are incompatible. And your feelings of anger and revenge and rage and insecurity and unworthiness and fear, despair, and powerlessness will keep you in a cage so strong and so powerful that you can't even see straight. I don't know about you, but the times that I have felt any of those feelings, my brain is literally shut down. You can't see things in front of you because your brain is in fear mode and it is raging in protection mode raging in defense mode. You're going to hurt other people and lash out and you're not even going to think anything of it. When you live in that zone of life, your life is going to be hard and painful. And you're not going to have what you truly desire in life because you're pushing it away with every thought and feeling that you have. It's a horrible existence for a human being to be in. It's horrible. It's a hell on earth and perhaps it even is what hell is and perhaps there's not even a true hell but perhaps hell really is when we are so angry and so full of jealousy and unworthiness and insecurity and grief and depression and despair and powerlessness and fear that we are taken over by it. That's what hell is. Taken over by fear. And see here's the tricky part as a human being your brain your psychological mechanisms will convince you that it's right it will convince you that you've been wronged and you're a victim it will convince you to stay there to keep spouting from that place you see when you're being ignored there's one answer my soul's not alive when you're being taken advantage of my soul's not alive When you're not getting what you want in life, my soul's not alive. When you're in a toxic work environment, my soul's not alive. When you're not getting opportunities in life, my soul's not alive. When you're getting pushed around, taken for granted, bullied, my soul's not alive. When you are literally living in a victim mode and you are feeling despair and powerlessness and fear and anger every single day. You are not alive in your soul. It has been captured by your humanness. Your divinity wants to be released. Your soul wants to come back alive. You can do that. You have 100% ability change that situation so if you are being ignored you don't lash out to get people's attention if you are getting marginalized because you're angry and people don't want to be around you you have 100% responsibility and chance to change that because you have a hundred percent chance of changing your soul and bringing it back alive and I'm gonna talk about how that is and how you can do that in the second half of the show This is Coach Mo Fall, MoFall.com Bring your soul to work And I'll see you in a few minutes We are spiritual beings having a human experience Welcome to Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. This topic that I'm talking about today, and welcome back to Bring Your Soul to Work here on Unity Radio. I enjoy the opportunity to really pull apart an issue, elongate it, and dive into it. Uh, It's the pleasure of this radio format of being able to really get into something deeper. The whole idea of being ignored is a topic that many folks do not understand. And yet, so many of us human beings have lived through it. And it becomes an imprint of victim status on the person who is ignored. It becomes a label, it becomes a personality trait becomes an identity. Oh, when it becomes an identity, it becomes very permanent. Because what happens over time is that everything we do is consistent with our identity. Our subconscious programming runs the show. And our subconscious programming is what tells us who we are and what our identity is. And if you're living in being ignored, if you're living in anger because you have been ignored or because people have mistreated you or disrespected you, if you're living in that truth, which is temporary, which is self-inflicted, if you're living in the truth of your self-inflicted wounds and blaming the outside world for it, that truth will become an identity over time. It doesn't take very long for that to happen. You will have an identity that you will want to protect and keep and hold. It becomes almost the sacred bond because your subconsciousness has gotten control of your life. And once that happens, it is really difficult to let that go and to find new ways to craft who you are in the world. It's difficult to break through that. And it's impossible to meet it head on. Because when it's met head on, your ego will protect it like the dickens. Oh, your ego goes to town to protect that. You're the one who's wrong. You're the one who wronged me. You're the one who was disrespectful. You're the one who didn't show up on time for your appointment. You're the one. I'd never want to do business with you. You're the one who's wrong. You, you, you. And you stick to that and you drive the stick in the ground and you hold on to it forever. Or you have the scenario of I'm always ignored. I'm always last. I'm a bench warmer. Never going to amount to anything. And you have the feel sorry thing going. And there's a part of you that gets energized and validated by that identity. Yep, that's who I am. I'm someone who gets ignored all the time. Yep, that's who I am. Someone who gets disrespected all the time. My anger is justified, my smallness is justified. And then, of course, every variety in between those two. Being ignored, not getting what you want in life, is your problem to fix. The good news is it is fixable. But you can't meet it head on because the identity itself will conflict with what you may want to convince it otherwise. You can't meet these things head on because the defense mechanism is going to get stronger. Convincing doesn't work. Only bringing your soul alive is what works. That's the only thing that works in this situation. Talking about it when in therapy for years doesn't help because it just makes it stronger. God bless all the therapists who keep listening to the reinforcement of these identities. It must not feel very good either. And breaking through and hitting it head on is a counterproductive measure. You see when our defense megani- mechanisms are so strong and our identity is totally wed into This victim mentality, this identity, it's hard to unwind. It's really hard. But when we come at it through the soul, it's a different situation altogether. One of the women who's in uh, one of my graduate programs last night, she and I were reflecting on who she was five months ago when she first entered our kick-ass workshop. And it was really a delight to reflect on this with her because uh, I spoke to her after her clarity call she had with one of my team members uh, because we were really certain we could help her out. And we were also really uh, concerned for her because what she was doing and what she was being at work was pretty sure to cause her to be fired. She was in a lot of danger. And oftentimes we call this being in the burning building and not even recognizing it. She sort of recognized it, but didn't know what to do about it because her anger was winning the day. And when that happens, you can't see things. You just can't. It's impossible. She knew in her heart she was on the wrong track. That's why she reached out and booked a complimentary clarity call. She knew in her heart. And by the way, if you want to book one of those calls, it's mofall.com slash clarity and we will <laughs> mofall.com slash give me clarity And so we were reflecting on 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 where she was five months ago when she first joined our workshop. And again, now she's in one of our advanced programs. And she is centered and stable. She was always smart. We didn't make her smarter. Can't do that. We didn't give her more education. Can't do that. We didn't give her more. Expertise, We can't do that. She had all that. But it was locked away in a box that was being protected by her anger. And there's no one in any corporate world who wants to deal with someone's anger. They just don't want to deal with it. And smart, successful people have zero tolerance for that kind of stuff. So the higher up you move in the food chain in a corporate or organizational environment, the less toleration there is for that kind of thing coming from a hospital environment there was often times when doctors typically were angry and would do stupid things because of their anger and frustration since they're dealing with life and death i mean uh, there's a little bit of leeway but there has to be more emotional mastery in order to navigate the world and be truly successful which means being happy on the inside and productive and happy on the outside you cannot do that if you are angry you cannot do that if you don't have mastery of your internal self. And if you're being ignored and pushed aside and on the bench, you're not being successful because you're not happy on the inside. Well, it's okay. I don't need a big job or make a lot of money, Mo. I can just do this. Yes, but your soul is not living its truth. So you're not happy. It's not, it's not a life well lived, which means it's not success. Some people, when they hear the word success, they think, well, all you want to do is have, him, have me make more money. Yeah, of course. But that's, I mean, that's not all. But yes, of course, make more money makes life better. It just, it, it does. And if you can't really wrap your head around that, then you've got another problem. No offense. Here's the thing. If you're walking around the planet in your defense mechanisms, you are not successful. If you're walking around the planet with a lively, beautiful, lit-up soul, you are successful. So this woman and I were talking about that, and she's had successful conversations with her boss and coworkers. She's led a major initiative and felt confident and happy to do so and to delegate certain pieces of it and to work more effectively and happily with her coworkers. She feels awesome about who she is and what she brings to the world. She's a happier being on this planet. And now she has a roadmap for her future and knows exactly how to pull the trigger and execute on some things that she wants to do to advance her career. She knows exactly who she is at a deep level. She knows what she brings to the table. And she's not willing to play in the margins anymore of being either angry or pushed aside. She's following her truth of her soul's power because her soul is back alive. And now she knows exactly the things she needs to get better at in order to take her career to the next level. And that's what we're working on in this advanced program. I got to say, five months ago, she wouldn't have acknowledged that she needed help. She was blaming the rest of the world for not pulling her forward or getting her promoted. Now she sees what the work is that has to be done. And the truth is, she's got a beautiful career still ahead of her, with having years in the bank already of having wonderful, magnificent successes and experience. And I'm excited for her. I am so excited for her. Because most people on this planet whose soul's not alive have so much more in the tank to give. And not give to depletion, give because, oh my God, I'm so awesome, and I have so much I want to contribute, and I have so much I want to be value, and I want to help others, and I want to help organizations. And this woman in particular, she wants to have had made some more maybe humane decisions uh, for her company and her company's behalf in this time. And I said, that's exactly why. You want to move up in the world. That's exactly why you want to be in those crucial meetings, in those top executive meetings, you want to be directing big decisions and making the impact that's going to have impact over tens of thousands of team members in your company. All souls on this planet want more contribution. All souls, every single one of us wants a greater level of contribution. We want to matter. We want others to see us matter. It's our human soul. And now after working with hundreds and hundreds of women through my process in my kick-ass workshop, I know even more so, and I am even more so committed to this beautiful, beautiful journey. You see, when we are being dictated to by others, And we are not living our truth. We are going to be in pain and agony. And I could rattle off example after example of what that looks like. It looks like being hospitalized for mental breakdown because you don't know how to control yourself or your boundaries at work. So you get taken advantage of and you're told to work long hours and do the impossible. And you allow that to happen and put up with it because you think that's your only chance at keeping your job. It looks like having the re- same repeating pattern with your coworkers and always getting to a level of frustration and being pissed off that they don't hear you or see what your project is all about and they don't agree with you and you don't know how to handle that so you get upset and angry. And then you start to marginalize them and yourself and you start to pull away and you wonder why they stop including you in meetings. And you begin to doubt and question your own personal self and integrity and what you bring to the table. Maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was. And that becomes your identity. And then you carry that around. And because you carry that around, you're going to attract it in the next job and the next and the next until you fix it. It is fixable. It's bringing your soul up. It's enlivening your soul. Or you're going to work your keister off and sacrifice your family time and perhaps have a pissed off partner and perhaps have kids who say mom are you ever gonna have dinner with us again it doesn't have to be that way now granted there are times in life where there's episodes of that but if it's that way all the time you have a problem that needs to be fixed well no my company expects us to work those types of hours etc cetera, etc cetera. then change companies You have to have the ability to be sensitive enough to what works for you and doesn't work for you to have a strategy to do something different. If you don't like the outcome of your life, you have to change it. You don't have to put up with it. You have to change it. So if you're being ignored, you've got to change it. But you don't change it by finding another job to be ignored at. Because if you don't change you, you will not change your circumstances. You'll just be moving your circumstances to another company. And the paycheck will probably get even less and even less and even less. And then you, maybe you'll give up on yourself, which really is no good at all for the human race at all for you to give up on yourself. It's bad for all souls when one soul gives up on herself. It's bad for all of us. But you're the one who's going to suffer. We'll feel it a little bit, but we won't really know what's going on. All of us are in this collective experience and all souls matter. If you're being ignored, it's up to you to change it. If you're angry at the world, it's up to you to change it. It's up to you to shift what you think and feel about yourself in order to shift the world because that's the only chance you have of shifting the world outside of you is by shifting and changing the inner world of you. It is the magnificent way that this universe is put together. The universal law that our divine creator put into this operating system called earth and human experience is that whatever you think and feel inside your soul, you will see in the outside world. That is, As it is in heaven, so it shall be on earth. And heaven is your soul. It is the great connector with all beings and all divinity. Your soul is the most important part of you. It gets ignored and left behind. It gets marginalized. It gets angry. And hanging out in that, your soul gets dead. And when it gets dead... You don't have the life that you even closely want. It doesn't even closely resemble what you're worthy of. It's too bad there's not an operating manual for this. It would be sort of easy if we could open a book and see the operating manual. And some people might be saying, hey, Mo, that's what the Bible is or the Torah or the Quran." Yes, there are some operating manual rules in there. But by the large part, us human beings have misinterpreted that to mean something different. And since the truth is that most wars have involved either religion or geography, religion sort of gets to be a part of the problem. Your spirituality has nothing to do with your religion. Your soulful self has nothing to do with what you believe about your God or other people. Your soul wants to be free. It does not want to be ignored. And it does not want to live in hatred or fear. They're the same thing. Hatred is a secondary emotion to fear. Because everything on the negative spectrum is basically fear. But then there's the how we act it out. We act it out in different ways. Your soul wants to be in a whole vibrational frequency of love And the secondary emotions of that are enthusiasm and eagerness and happiness and positive expectation, optimism and hopefulness and feeling appreciation and joy and having clarity about who you are and what life is all about. Those are all secondary emotions to love. That's where you want to hang out. That's the subconscious programming that you want for your soul to be housed in. And that subconscious programming, when it is bathed in those positive belief structures and systems, when you believe that you are worthy, when you believe that you are smart and can make a contribution, when you believe the best parts of yourself are being seen and being utilized in the world, then you are going to be vibrating in a level of love and appreciation and joy. And there, my friends, is success. That's what success feels like and looks like. Everything less than that is something you have to take care of and do something about. And the warning signals are feeling ignored or having feelings that don't feel good. But if you've been having feelings that don't feel good for an awfully long time, you're going to be sensi- desensitized to it, and you will have normalized it. Another one of our beautiful defense mechanisms is normalizing the unwanted. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> normalizing the unwanted. I'm always ignored. It's always going to happen. That's the way it is. I'm always only going to make this amount of money. I'm always going to feel I'm a little bit behind. I'm always going to be taken for granted. I'm always going to have to scramble for everything I get. I'm always going to be living a bit paycheck to paycheck. Once you commit to all of that, it takes a while to unwind and to get that soul lifted back up over those things, but we can do it. We do it all the time. It's super possible. There was a, a woman in our workshop a couple of months ago. Who was being ignored all the time? all the time. and she had great education. She had a great personality actually. She was very peppy and bubbly and, and just she was just nice. But she felt so unworthy. She felt so disempowered that she was literally living that way or living in that stew, if you will, and her soul had gotten deadened. She didn't believe in herself at all. But yet she was lovely on the outside, so I knew that there was that woman there. But the outside world of what was going on with her career and how she was feeling and what her experiences were told me the tale. It told me that she was living in internal suffering And so thankfully for her, she believed enough in herself and in her future to want more, and we got to work on her soul. We started showing her her magnificent inner self, and at first she didn't believe it. At first she sort of shoved it off to the side and said, yeah, but I don't know how that has anything to do with my work. I said it has everything to do with your work because who you are and how you feel about yourself has everything Everything to do with your work. Another defense mechanism showing up. (laughs) But we're smarter than that. We get it. And we kept coaching her through. In the second lesson, she was able to pull through some of the things that work for her career and that she does does well. But she had forgotten it because she's been so overwhelmed with work. So bogged down with doing things that she forgot how awesome and brilliant some of the things she has done are. She had lost track of her accomplishments, and this too is a very common, very common situation. She had lost such track of her accomplishments. She didn't feel that she could leave a job she'd been at for 16 years, being ignored and underemployed for so many years. She had shut down anything that felt awesome about herself. But after about four or five weeks, she said to us that she feels that she had been resuscitated at the soul level. And there was this beautiful video of a a firefighter, I think, resuscitating a bird that had smashed into a window and was so dazed and confused. It was on the ground, all but lifeless. There was just a teeny little bit of life left in it. And that firefighter essentially resurrected that bird. And in a one or two minute clip on Facebook, you saw the bird come alive again. And she said, that's me. You, Mo, and your coaches and this process that you have created brought me back to life when I had just a little bit of life left in me. And she was able to tackle things that she had never, ever been able to tackle before because she didn't have the energy Because they required a bit of effort. And once her soul got back to life, she now had the energy to have effort about things that mattered. And she was truly able to live her truth. She told us she got her smile back. She got her smile back. She had a really big personal issue that had to be sorted out and she had to take care of. And it's what caused most of the energy and time in the workshop, but you know what? It was a necessary piece because she was never gonna be able to move her career forward with that big personal issue that was in front of her. She didn't realize what a big obstacle that was when she came into the 12-week workshop. And together we uncovered it and we helped her tackle it and handle it and do the necessary things to come alive and to be the woman that she needed to be for that. And then now she can pursue the next level of her career. If you're being ignored or if you have such rage about your life and how bad people have been treating you, you're being pushed out of your soul's alignment and you're being pushed into the worst parts of you. Please do not let that be your life. It doesn't honor you or your soul or the journey you were meant to have on this planet. We would love to help you sort it out on a complimentary career clarity call. It's what we do. And that's mofall.com me clarity There have been several women who have actually heard our, my, my uh, stuff on the Unity Radio and have changed their lives by coming into our workshop. You might be the next one for that. If you'd like to know more about the work I do, you can join my webinar at mofall.com slash masterclass. I love resuscitating souls because mine was resuscitated after my breast cancer journey. And I truly hope to help souls come back to life without having that level of trauma. It is your life to save. No one else will do it for you. We'd be happy to help you and give you the tools and techniques to do it so you can do it faster and more effectively than you can do it on your own. This is Coach Mo Fall. Bring your soul back to life so you can bring it to work. MoFall.com We'll see you next week.